Romans 6 verse 14 tells us, For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. What does being under grace and not under the law mean? Does this mean that we don't need to obey God's law anymore since we are under grace? Does this mean that if we still keep God's law, we are not living under grace? It may sound confusing, but it doesn't have to be this way. Today, we are going to learn the real meaning of living under grace and the true meaning of Romans 6 verse 14. So stick around and let's dive in. Hi, my name is Joshua Fantado, the founder of Becoming Christians Academy, the best online course for you if you want to become a faithful and zealous servant of God. Romans 6 verse 14 is among the most popular but misunderstood Bible verses today. A lot of Christians believe that Paul in this verse was teaching that God's law have been abolished and that we who are under the new covenant no longer need to keep them. However, is this true? Did the Apostle Paul really teach that we can now forget about God's laws because we are living under grace? Let's find out, but before that, let me offer you a free booklet entitled The Shocking Biblical Truth About the New Covenant. In this booklet, you will learn the difference between the New Covenant and the Old Covenant, what it means to be under grace and not under the law, how Jesus Christ fulfilled the law, myths and misconceptions about the New Covenant, and so much more. With this in mind, don't miss the golden opportunity to learn more about the New Covenant. I have included the download link in the description box. With that said, let's go back to our topic today. To better understand Romans 6 verse 14, we must also remember that in the same letter, Paul wrote these verses. Romans 2 verse 13, for not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified. Romans 3 verse 31, Do we then make void the law through faith? Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law. Romans 7 verse 12, Therefore, the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. From these verses alone, we can have a good understanding of Paul's attitude toward the law of God. Here's another point to consider. Did you know that Paul referred to the Old Testament more than 250 times throughout his writings? He quoted and referred to the Old Testament a lot of times to prove most of his points and to support his teachings. Now, do you think that Paul would be quoting and referencing the Old Testament that often if he knew for himself that the Old Testament was no longer useful? Of course not. So, we need to keep this in mind when examining Romans 6 verse 14. In studying the Bible, it is crucial to avoid adding our own interpretation. We must let the Bible interpret itself. The most common understanding of Christians is that Romans 6 verse 14 abolish God's law. And thus, we Christians are no longer bound to keep it. Now, there's a big problem with this way of thinking. First of all, if there's no law, there's no law to transgress or break anymore. If there's no law to violate, then there would be no sin. 
However, just a quick look at this world, we could see sin everywhere. Not only that, but we can also sin in our own lives. Now, don't tell me that you don't sin anymore. Because if you do, you are calling God a liar. We read in 1 John 1 verse 10, If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. As long as we are flesh and blood, we are capable of sinning and we will still sin. So if there's no law, there's no sin anymore. But why would Paul talk about sin just in the following verse, if the law has been done away with already? Romans 6 verse 15 tells us, What then? Shall we sin because we are not under law but under grace? Certainly not. Obviously, for sin to exist, there should be a law. And this shows us that God's laws are still binding, even for Christians who are under the new covenant. Now let's go to the core of our discussion. If Paul wasn't abolishing God's law in Romans 8 verse 14, what was he trying to say? Let's read Romans 6 verse 14 once again. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Notice, Paul's main point is that sin will not have dominion over us. Why? Because we are under grace and not under the law. The next question we must answer is, what is grace? Grace is God's unmerited favor. It is something that we don't earn. We didn't do anything to gain God's grace. It is through God's immeasurable and imaginable love toward us that He showed us His grace. Because of this grace, God gave His only begotten Son to pave the way to establish the new covenant. Why did Christ need to die for us? It is to pay for our sins. In the same chapter of Romans, Paul explained, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Joshua our Lord. That's Romans 6 verse 23. All of us have sinned, and thus we must pay the price of sinning, which is death. For God to redeem us from sin's penalty, someone must die. Someone must pay the death penalty for sin. This is where Yahshua, or popularly known as Jesus Christ, comes in. Yahshua died in our place. Instead of us paying for the penalty of sin, Yahshua did it for us. Why did Christ die for us? Because of grace. The blood of Yahshua washed us of our sins and thus, we are also freed from the penalty of death, which is produced by the violation of the law. That's why, when we repent of our sins, accept the sacrifice of Christ, get baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit, we are no longer under the law. That is, we are no longer under the penalty of the law. In short, we are under grace, God's unmerited favor. Because people have misunderstood Romans 6 verse 14, they completely missed the core message of the Apostle Paul. To get a better context of this verse, we need to start reading Romans 6 verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. Here's the issue Paul was trying to address in Romans 6. There are those Christians who have received the grace of God, but they use the grace of God as a license to sin. In verse 2 to 4, Paul explained that since we die with Christ in our baptism, we must stop sinning anymore, which is breaking God's laws. 
Rather, we must walk in the newness of life. In verses 5 to 11, Paul continued expounding what the death of Christ meant for all of us. The death of Christ freed us from sin and we must not be slaves of sin anymore. Since we died in Christ, we must then live for God. In verses 15 to 19, we read that whom we obey, we become slaves of it. Paul was saying you can be a slave to sin that leads to death or a slave to obedience that leads to righteousness. In short, Paul was telling us that once we have been forgiven of our sin, we must do our best to avoid sinning again. When we deliberately continue in sin, we are actually insulting the sacrifice of Christ and the grace of God. That's the main point of Paul when he said we are not to live under the law anymore. That is to live under its penalty. But we must live under the grace of God that is to live a new life in righteousness and holiness. The law of God and grace work hand in hand to help us learn God's way of life. The law of God teaches us how to love one another and how to live a righteous life. On the other hand, the grace of God gives us the opportunity to repent of our sins, be forgiven, eventually receive eternal life. Instead of counseling each other, the law and grace of God harmoniously complement each other. No, Romans 6 verse 14 doesn't teach us to ignore God's law, but rather, we must keep them as a response to God's grace. In conclusion, Romans 6 verse 14 tells us that we are no longer under the penalty of the law. When we repent of our sins, get baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit, we are living under God's grace. I hope that helped you to understand better Romans 6 verse 14. Please don't forget to request your free copy of the booklet, The Shocking Biblical Truth About the New Covenant. In this booklet, you will learn what it really means to be part of God's new covenant. And as a result, build a stronger relationship with your Creator. Again, I'm Joshua Infantado, praying that God will lead us to all truths. See you next time.